Welcome everybody to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy Dante Credo here with my fam in the building. Peace, Shaw. What it do, baby? What's up? What's up, man? God is great. God is good all the time. You know what? I know even see. This is why I need Jesus in my life because I could have swore that you was about to say grace. Like God exactly. is great. God is good. Let him thank him for our food. <laughs> 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 I need heathen. the Lord. Heathen. <laughs> heathen. I know. I know. <laughs> KT, what's going on? Got the sexy specs. I see you. Look at here. I'm seeing all kinds of stuff now that I ain't never seen before. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are black. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you nigga. I do that. In 4K. <laughs> that's one thing i can see, see. see okay <laughs> I, when i see chocolate i love me some chocolate so uh, i know <laughs> that you're black darling uh, i know all right plus it hits a, just hits a little different hits a little yeah different. you know the melanin but, just pops yeah. a little bit more you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, that's all mm-hmm. e- exactly yeah exactly i love being black hopefully that that doesn't get us canceled um because okay, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say it. Oh Lord, I'm gonna say it. Here we go. Well, it's it's not even that bad, but it's just you know you you well I used to I used to kind of walk on eggshells when I talk about my pro blackness because I always had some sensitive white folk who always did some mental gymnastics to to be or feel like me saying I'm pro black synonymously meant that I'm anti white or some dumb shit like that. And then I just got tired of trying to explain, um, you know, the difference in why what you're thinking and how you translated me saying I'm pro-black uh, all, all of a sudden thinks that I'm being racist towards you. I just always one is absolutely stupid, but I just got tired of trying to explain and have a adult discourse with people and just have to understand that people are just stupid. And sometimes you just can't fix stupid. Um, so I used to walk around eggshells, but then I just got to a point. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. You, you know, what? Fuck it. I, I'm proud to be black. I am extremely proud of our history as grim and as dark and as depressing and traumatic. As it has been, um, we still push forward. We still lead things mm-hmm. as far as style culture, uh, just the ability to survive. Um, I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm very proud of that. And yes, the, the pride that I have in my history involves your history of showing you guys in a more unfavorable light than you would like to be shown in. That's just is what it is. That's just what happened. No, that does not mean that I'm playing victim and, Oh, I'm in victimhood. There's no victimhood in 400 years of systemic and actual societal racism. There's no victimhood. in that. It's facts. Y'all actually it's did just that. facts. It's, it's actual fact, you know, regardless, I can say it, a white person can say it, an Asian person can say it, a Middle Eastern person can say it, it's going to still be fact, no matter whose mouth it comes from. That's just fact. That's what happened. That's history. And 
you know, I, I, I just got tired of the white uh, fragility. I know, I know uh, a group of people don't like that term, that white fragility, but it's all good. Um, I'm just proud to be black. Damn it. That's just is what it is. Proud as fuck to be black. But <laughs> I, I tell you one thing I'm not proud of with, um, and I'm just going to, let's just jump right into this. Uh-oh. Listen, I, I, I just had some experiences throughout this week. And I, I just had a question to myself. Are black people the absolute worst when it comes to customer service? Mm. Like, are, are, are we trash? Like, just in general, when it comes to our ability to provide customer service to people? As far as black That's businesses. not a rhetorical question. I'm, 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 I'm just... Any capacity where there's a black person... That that is employed to provide customer service in anything, but let's be specific as far as fast food or the gas station or the grocery store. Oh yeah, places they they done, common places like that. Look, they done they don't gave up on life, man. I've been there. I worked at a grocery store before, and it was like you know what. I started off giving really, really great customer service. And then as the time went on, as they stressed me out over working in a grocery store, um, I was like, y'all stressing me out? This is this should not be this stressful. It should not. It's a grocery store. Come on, man. Come on. It should not okay. be this stressful. So... As the time went on, and then I was in an affluent neighborhood where I worked. So I had a lot of mm-hmm. uppity folk. Mm-hmm. And so after a while, you get tired of that crap, and then you're just like, whatever. <laughs> just saying. I, I get that. But then it's like, because I've, I've worked in. I've I've worked in fast food restaurants. I've worked in grocery stores. Um, I've worked in your your WalMarts and your Kmart's and and also I've just as many jobs as I had. Jesus, I've worked in call centers um, where I've just any type of customer service where I would schedule oil changes, and then I worked in um, political campaigns trying to raise money for candidates I knew nothing about. So it was like, I, I, I did those things. And even though the job, I absolutely hated them, you know, it still didn't, I still didn't take it out on people to where I was just an asshole to people. Well, I wasn't, I and was never just, that now. I mean, I did, true, I did my and, job. And I know that's not what you're saying. And I, you know, but what I'm saying is I started not to care as much. If you're, you know, kind and polite to me, hey. I'm going I'm to hook you up. I'm going to be, I'm going to give you some great service. If you are rude to me, right. you're going to get the bare minimum. I'm going to do my job now. I'm going to always do my job because I have integrity. Right. I'm going to do my job. But if you're talking about me giving you excellent customer service or just customer service. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know the what yes, I he, what I know I need to here's do. Here's the twist. Then that's different, right? But so here is the twist. There. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm talking about we don't even give customer service, period. Mm. I pull up to the drive-thru and one, you make me wait for like two minutes. And then when you come to the thing, you say, go on with your order. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and 9.57324 times out of 10 is <laughs> black people. Where you just like, you just, you're rude for no reason. Like you, it, of course, it seems like you absolutely hate your job. You don't want to be there. I get it. But at the same time, it's not, it's, it happens more often than not. Go to the drive-thru, go, go to your grocery store, go to anything that has black people in customer service and our customer service is shitty. And I'm like, why? Like, I'm just going to be honest. I'm prejudiced when it comes to that, because like, if I see a black person in customer service, I'm going to automatically expect a bad time mm-hmm. to where it's just, I'm just going to just give me what it is that I did. Just, if you can do the bare minimum, I'm going to consider you doing a good job. Like the grading curve. I'm going to give you a, a huge ass grading curve. Like, just give me the bare minimum and like, okay, good job. If you do like a decent job, I'm like, Oh shit, you went above and beyond, which Actually, no, you didn't. You smiled and actually had a pleasant tone in your voice before the, the interaction even started. But the gas stations, your your drive-throughs, your grocery stores, where I gotta deal with you, I just automatically expect that you're gonna have a rude, you 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 wanna be rude, you're gonna have an attitude, um, and you won't even give me the bare minimum in customer service. And I know a lot of that. Because, you, you know, just us being the minority, when, when you're dealing with a white person, you're just, okay, that white person's crazy or that white person's an asshole. But anything that we do is indicative of the whole. And But I do feel like more often than not, black people, particularly younger black people, I'll give them that, younger black people, just... All ages. Like, I don't even think it's, it's trash. Like, it's trash. All ages, honey trash like I think I think it, it goes is. back Dante to uh-huh. what um what you and Craig said in a, a podcast a few weeks ago when we was talking about waiters and tipping mm-hmm. and I, like didn't nobody ask you to take this job you could have stayed at home you didn't have to answer this phone you don't have to come to my table type thing if you got the job act like you want it you want this money act like you want it that's you know what I mean yeah that that's that's all it's like no one put a gun in your head and told you to fill out an application no one told you to work here no one told you you voluntarily came here so now that you're here it's like i i I feel like there is an abundance um of lack of integrity or just the prideful that you know i'm gonna do my job because like no I, i get it i get it i worked in these places i hated these places you know, and this is when, you know, I'm working through college. I got, you know, two two jobs on top of damn near working at the church for free. Because that's just how how much we were there at the church at the time. <laughs> but it's like, I'm working at Arby's. I fucking hated working at Arby's. But I was there. You know, you wouldn't, you couldn't tell that I hated working there because, you know, a- everyone that was there, I treated them like human beings and I did my job. Um... I worked in a call center. I fucking hated that call center. I'm still I hated working center. there. It was like, but the one I was at, I, I, I just think 
finally, th- thankfully, I found another job to go to. But even when I was in that call center, I still did my job and and did it to the best of my ability because, you know, I don't know. That's just an inner integrity thing that, yeah, I may not like this job. I may not like the people around me, but this is still me. Like, it's still me. I don't like working at the post office, but, you know, I do my job. I hate the people that I work with, but when I'm up on the window selling stamps and doing all this other shit, like people look for me. People don't even come to the front or do whatever they need to do if they don't see me up there. I've had so many people, white, black, young, old, they like, well, if you're not here, I, I just wait. Like, they tell me these things. And I'm like, I don't know why. I mean, I, if, give me the slightest reason to not be here, and I will not be here. <laughs> but but you will never tell. I mean, I mean, like I told y'all before, you know, if, if I would find a way and I didn't have that type of integrity, well, I would... I wouldn't limit myself to four nigga moments a year. I would have like 30 in the mugs. <laughs> like I would find any reason to get out of work, but you would never know that because while I'm there, you know, I'm, I'm going to work because this is, this is my job and this is what I got to do. And I just feel like there is an overwhelming lack of integrity when it comes to working in the service industry, when it comes to black people. I could be wrong. I, I'm I'm sure there's another perspective that's out there that I may be missing, but from what I see, nah. It, and it's not even so much of if you're rude to me, then nah, I'm going to shut down. No, it's just from the jump, from the get-go, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already being treated with, you know, d- dis, with a dismissive attitude or, or just like whatever attitude. Um, and it's... It's literally why I only go to certain restaurants and fast food, far as fast food restaurants, certain gas stations, certain things that provide customer service. Yeah, I, I will go to the either diverse or white areas for those places. Because if I go to the hood McDonald's, I know y'all going to treat me like shit. Or, and you, you, you never get my order right if I go to the hood McDonald's. If I go to the hood, <laughs> if I go to the hood Burger King, Every last one of y'all was all black staff, but every last one of y'all act like fucking idiots. Like you don't want to be there. Like they don't be there and acting like me coming for service with the job that you provide. Like I'm inconveniencing you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they have that attitude. Mm-hmm. Like how dare you come to this grocery store and expect me to ring up your stuff? Oh, how, how dare you come to the drive through and expect me to take your order and make food for you? The fuck? What are you doing here? <laughs> like that's how they act. It is. It pisses me off, man. It like, pisses me off. Like, why the fuck? Like, ultimately, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to change my pro black stance. <laughs> like, don't change it. Maybe I maybe I shouldn't be as pro black as I am because it's like, oh, you mean to tell me I'm I'm setting up all these? You know, I'm donating to this cause, donating to that cause, going to this rally, this meeting arguing with this idiot, that idiot, going to these debates and having these discussions with all these people just to come get a fucking burger and, and you give me, and you treat me like this? Ah, oh, fuck you. Fuck Black Lives Matter. I also, <laughs> I also don't like when I see a black person, you know, not giving me that much attention or whatever, but then here mm-hmm. come the white lady 
and all of yep. a sudden it changes. And I'm like, are you kidding me right yep. now? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, really? Yep. That's what I'm talking what we about. Doing? Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, now you, you, you kissing her behind, but. Mm-hmm. Your, your money, like, your money ain't even... black enough. Your money ain't good enough. It ain't white enough. It's 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 just even it's like I'm not even asking you to kiss my behind. Just just do your job, and that's that's it. Do do, do your job with me. And to expand like, on this, <laughs> what about some black owned businesses? Uh huh. Now, I have yep. tried Talk to support some black owned businesses in the past that have. You know, because I I want I want to see them. I want to see black people win. I do. I want to see them yep. win. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of black people holler about y'all need to support black owned, support black owned. And then when I support black owned, treat us like it shit. is the, <laughs> Just... the service. Maybe the product is good, but the service is horrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have to wait forever. Yep. And it's like, okay, come on, you got, and then, <laughs> like, uh, or the, you know, they provide service or better service to, you know, the other persuasion mm-hmm. than, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but I'm uh-huh. here, I got money too, okay, yep. and I'm giving you my hard-earned money. I'm not sitting here questioning how much you're charging for your product. I'm not asking for the uh, sister hookup or nothing like that. I'm willing to pay, but you sitting here not doing right. Yep. I agree. That is true. That is true. It's like for whatever reason, regardless of of what side of customer service we're on, uh, it's just we see each other and we don't see value in one another. Let's just mm. go ahead and lay it all on the table. We as black people, we don't see value in one another. Now, I do feel like that's changing, that there is a shift, but it's not happening fast enough for Mm-mm, me. It's not. Um, because we, we, we don't teach pride in it's one another. You see one another be staggered. proud it's not of that unified person. enough. Y- yes, not exactly. Enough unity. So it's like... So I, I go through these and I deal with the same thing. So it's like, you know, I, I, I will literally go out of my way to to support black businesses. Uh, and I will even take it a step further. When I'm in these places of service and I'm dealing with a black person, I will actually try harder to provide excellent customer service. When when I'm at the post office or whatever, and I'm, I'm at the front. Um, now not, not to say that I treat white people bad, you know, cause I'm, I'm good. Like, that's one thing I can say, cause I just been doing some sort of customer service all my life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I will treat you, uh, with great customer service. We'll laugh. Ha ha. He, he, but when that black person comes in, I'm gonna lay it on a little thicker, you know, carry on some conversations make sure that I, I, I learn their name, make sure I, I know, you know, their story, wh- who they are, where they from. So when they come in, I know their name. So I, I just take the extra effort because I want them to see and at least show, you know, at least in my own way that I value you, that I'm, that I'm proud of you, mm. that I can relate to you. I know what your story is for the most part. 
and you know, just to show that I value you. So that there are, you know, several black people that come in, like I said before, that's like, if you're not up here at the front, I don't come to the front. I just, you know, I, I needed to buy some stamps the other day, but you weren't here. So, you know, I just figured I'd come back and, until I find you. Yeah. Or one person like, well, I only come here to mail my packages off, but I live in the whole other city. Like, this is what people tell me. And I'm like, I feel like I'm doing something right, but, you know, it's only I'm only in little small you know, this little small city in North Carolina. So, but I was like, I just feel like we see each other and we don't value each other in that way. So how are you going to say support black business, support black business. And then when these black people come, you treat them like shit and you don't value the fact that this is a fellow black person. So, you know, even if I have to go above and beyond, it's not to say, give them a discount, give them a hookup, but just let them know, and this is basic business practice. Honestly, just mm -hmm. show your customer that you value them. Right. You know, even if, you know, if these are the people you want to have support you, then make sure they understand how valued they are to you. But we just see each other as less than. Let's just be honest. We just, and I, I just feel like just overall, just our sense of customer service to one another, I'll say specifically, our sense of customer service to one another, black people to black people is trash. It's absolutely trash. And it just is just sad to see. Like I said, I do feel like it's, it's changing a bit, but like KT said, it's just still so staggered that you don't know what to expect. But more often than not, I'll be honest, I do take a more prejudiced stance that I'm not going to get the best experience dealing with you because you really don't want to deal with me. Mm. So now, I don't want to be negative the whole time because there are some right. black businesses that, you know, operate in integrity, integrity, right, provide excellent customer service. You know, um, mm -hmm. I'll shout out one of those black owned businesses, honey pot. Uh -huh. I, love honey pot when i place an order mm -hmm. through that website i know that my stuff is going to come in a decent amount of time um i've never not gotten my stuff or gotten my my order has never been wrong it's always mm -hmm. always great um some other small businesses like you know i've recently been you know taking up nails uh huh. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> we see you. We see you. <laughs> you know. So I have met a lot of um, black nail technicians who also uh, provide nail supplies, and I've ordered from quite a few of them, and it's been a great experience with the majority of the ones that I have ordered from. So mm -hmm. you know. Shout out to, let me see, one that I'm going to shout out. This uh, company called Acrylics. Um, there's another company, okay. Crown Crystals. These are just a couple that I can remember off the top of my head, you know, that I had good experiences with. So, you know, I do want to shout out to the, you know, Black-owned businesses that are doing their thing, that are providing good customer service. Yes. Yes. Oh, and definitely. Medusa is also and, a, a a black owned company, and I order a lot of my nail polishes from them and gels and stuff. So yeah. Nice. 
Speaking of a nice little tangent. Now I can't say this is true or not. And maybe this is a bit of a conspiracy because you know, also we have this thing where we try to make everybody black. Um, but there was this thing going around. So it was like, well, you know, Medusa was actually, Medusa was actually a black woman and the hair of snakes was not actually snakes. It, it was dreads. Uh, dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, that's, that's interesting. But at the same time, I was like, I wonder if that's just another thing and we just try to make everybody black. Um, okay. That's it. Uh, Let me also Greek, uh, shout Greek out. mythology? Uh, a, Though. It, it is it is Greek mythology, so I was like, eh, ah, no. Um, so, but you know, you know what they try yeah, to say. You know, not. a lot of these things from like <laughs> Greek, Roman, like a lot of the European, you know, those type of things. It was taken from from a melanated ethos. So they they've taken it and then they, mm-hmm. you know, reconfigured. Like, in other words, let me let me just stop trying to be all all smart about it. They colonized some shit. Appropriate. And that's just mm-hmm. what they. Yeah. So they said Medusa was appropriated into the Greek mythology of being the the mistress mm-hmm. with the snake hair that, um, you know, so they said that Medusa was actually a black lady with dreadlocks and she was so beautiful that the men would, you know, just kind of freeze as if they were turned to stone. Um, and that's where they got it mm. from. All right. So, right, <laughs> but I can't say whether it's true or not, because like I said, you, you, you know us. Um, we'll now they'll, they'll colonize and appropriate some stuff. We'll remix some stuff. We we we, mm-hmm. we will remix some shit. Um, but I do <laughs> want to give a shout out to uh, yep, Ficky Ficky, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Mama Nims. That's um, that's my boys, Samad Balau's uh, food trucks been doing absolutely amazing. Um, if you're in the Raleigh Durham area. Check out Mama Nims. They be in the downtown area, especially um, you know around the food truck area. Really, oh really, God. really, really good. Visit, it's not I your typical. Go. You gotta go because, like, it's I know Samad Nim can now, you know, throw down. I already know exactly. Samad <laughs> always been able to cook his ass off. Always <laughs> been able to cook his ass off. Um, and even when we was going up, you know, doing my JB Real days, mm-hmm. he was right there. Wherever I went, Samad was there with me. And um, and he got his own legacy in the Christian rap game himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, he finally decided to go after his dream. He went to school mm-hmm. for culinary arts, did that, then started his own food truck. And now he got multiple going around the city. Like he got a, he got empires. That's awesome. Um, and and yeah, it's, I'm really, really proud of him. I told him I'm going to have him on uh, when he gets the time, but I know he, he working, you know, you're overseeing multiple food trucks and stuff like that. Uh, and I'm like, well, when I go ahead and, and buy this uh, community, this venue to make my community center, then you will be the official uh, caterer food provider <laughs> for that venue. The, the, yeah. The official caterer that, there we go. There we go. But shout out to mama Nims uh, and just shout out to all the black businesses that are doing their thing and that's doing it. That's doing it right. Uh, again, I don't want to be too negative, but you know, I did want to vent just a little bit and, and have a discussion about some things. Uh, so we'll go ahead and, and, and move on to something that I thought was really funny. Um, the last pod we talked about um, OnlyFans that was <laughs> basically kicking all their thought pockets to the curb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So them thought pockets banded together and apparently winter is not coming. They no. said, hell no. 
the, the dot pockets, they brought out the sun and they made it and they extended hot girl summer a little bit longer to the point that OnlyFans was like, you know what? They did a full 180, but they said, actually, we're not going to ban sexually explicit content in October. We want this to be a home for all content creators. So nah, psych, <laughs> we're just playing with y'all. Like I'm, I'm serious. That's what they did. That's what they did. Like throughout this backlash, and people were pissed. They gave them a discount. People, people were pissed. They probably did, but they said, uh, "This is the the tweet from uh, from a couple days ago." It said, "Thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. Everyone being, you know, thought pockets, um, <laughs> thought pockets. We we have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community." and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and will continue to provide a home for all creators. <laughs> so, listen, listen, when, when... That was probably the majority mother, of their uh, content, so they saw that yep. people were upset and they was going to lose a lot of the money. Um, yeah. uh, sub- yep. A substantial part <laughs> of their business and brand. So they're like, wait a minute. Let's rethink this. We were just this. playing with y'all. Yep. <laughs> we were just playing with y'all. Then it was like, what you mean I can't bust it open and show my pussy on, on Psych! for a subscription? Gotcha. What you mean? Yep. Now Kevin um, Samuels but of got course, to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, he had to kind of walk it back. <laughs> you know, he, he kind of kept it going. He was like, nah, don't get it twisted. Winter is still coming. They may have delayed winter, but winter is still coming. Uh, he he mentioned something like, "Well, they may not um, outright ban it, but there can be some policy changes. The the payout may be lessened. The payouts may be changed a little bit to where you may not be paid as much." Um, but I don't think when it comes to their plan of being more of a household friendly name. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they scrapped those plans. I, I think those plans are still very much the end game. Mm-hmm. And I think we're not going to outright ban y'all, but we're going to weed y'all out. That's what I think the new approach mm-hmm. is going to be. So we're not going to ban y'all. You still have a home here um, and you can still bust it open or whatever, but I don't think the payout was going to be what the payout, you mm-hmm. know what they're used to. I think something's going to change. Yeah. Something's going to change. Most likely. Um, so I, I just found that to be really funny. And the fact that, you know, the, these hoes, uh, <laughs> these, that these people, because there are guys as well, like, like the rapper tiger, he had an only fans account. Um, now I think he was featuring women and whatever the case may be. <clears throat> um, but he was like, he doesn't trust only fans anymore. So he pulled out, deleted his account and he started his own website or something where he's basically doing the, the basically the porno stuff. Um, and a couple others were doing the same thing, but just look at all of these women. I, I, I just think about it like this. Think about all of these women and, and just guys, let me just stop. Let me stop being specific to women. Even though it's mostly women. Think about all these people. <laughs> who have these accounts <laughs> and is doing all this freaky shit, doing all this shit and you ain't getting paid from it. So y'all doing <laughs> like y'all doing this shit for free. You might as well just stop playing and send those dude, those nudes that he was asking for and stop trying to make him subscribe to your only fans. Cause you ain't getting paid. 
So I just need y'all. Like, you might as well stop playing. Stop trying to make him pay for stuff because you know ain't nobody paying for it. Um, but I just, I just imagine. I just imagine. But I'm sure it was those people that also had the voice saying, no, you can't do this. What about our freedom? Respect our bodies, my body, my right. You know, that type of stuff. Um, but it was, it was, it was funny. It was just really funny to me. And um, not even to say that I'm a Kevin Samuels guy, but I do agree with the sentiment that winter may not be here, but winter is still coming. OnlyFans is, hasn't um, trashed his plans of of banning the content, but it, it's going to weed y'all out. That's what I see happening. I don't think, um, I, I I don't think they just scrapped those plans. Well, the so, stocks were crying. Um, winter is coming for a long time before it actually came. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is true. This is true. So, yeah. Winter is still coming, y'all. <laughs> Winter is coming. <laughs> Them white well, walkers on the way. Okay. Yep, the white walkers <laughs> on the way. They are coming. <laughs> the white walkers are coming. <laughs> the, the white walkers. <laughs> uh, okay, look. Peace, y'all. Have you done the crate challenge yet? <laughs> on some doggone crates. I'm trying to figure it. Look, look, because OG said we've been doing the crates challenge for a long time, but I was, uh-huh. I was thinking about that. I'm trying to figure out who drinking that much milk. Where are these crates coming from? I know the <laughs> government putting it in the hood, but y'all got enough crates to yep. to put ten on the bottom and go all the way up. I, what? No, mm-mm. I worked at a place that had crates before, yep. and they didn't. They had crates in there, and they didn't have that many. But this is viral. Millions <laughs> of people are doing it. They getting their back blown out, getting knocked out on conscious. It ain't worth it. What in the world are you doing? I seen one. It went so hard. The dude had some, if I could say the N-word, the dude had some nigga feet. Uh-huh. The dude got to the top. <laughs> and right when he got ready to tip over, them, 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 them excuse me, Lord, them oh. nigga feet took off. <laughs> and he made it. When he made it, you would have thought he won the lotto. The whole hood was out there. They ran around in circles oh like, God. yes, you made it, yes. I said, this nigga feet right here, just joking. He got a shirt off. Y'all find it now. He light-skinned. He got to the top. His foot hit that red one at the top, and them nigga feet went. He, he looked like he was walking on air, but he made it. And, you know, thank God he didn't die. But, yeah. Oh, God. Y'all laughing. I'm for real. This real life. So. Yeah, y'all stay off them crates, man. I don't know what y'all doing. Do- Donnie Thurman had a ser- public service announcement. He said, please do not bring that mess to Cleveland County. We don't need it. Don't do it. Oh, Think about man. your kids. It's, it's too late. I guarantee you someone in Cleveland County and tried the crate challenge. Look, I, I bought a line. It. I bought a line. I almost stopped buying milk if that was the cause. Like, <laughs> there's no... It's a setup. They're like, for real. Like, every time I saw one of those people, some people was watching at work, I was like, where did they get that many crates from? Are we talking about three or four, five? Okay, cool. Somebody dropped them off. You had all those in your car? You had them you in your had, truck? You you had about 30, 40 crates. Crates. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God. And it became a challenge, meaning y'all tried this multiple times to see who can do it. <laughs> no. We're not, it started with, uh, when I first started seeing them, it started for money. Whoever can, could, could complete it mm-hmm. will get money. Mm-hmm. People were throwing money in a pot. 
to see if this person make it, that person make it. And if they made it, whoever did it got the money. Mm -hmm. Mm. And so people will bet, you know, nah, $5, this person won't make it. I got 20 on this person making it. If they made it, they got the pot. See, uh, so see? I, I saw, I saw a couple at the very beginning. I saw with this one chick, she did it. She barely made it, but she mm -hmm. did it, but she got the pot. She yeah. won. And she and was then going around collecting her money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, it, it was crazy because then it's like, first of all, that's my first question. Where the hell all these crates come from? I know there I is know not that many crates just around in the hood. Nowhere. Y'all, mm -hmm. y'all don't went to one of these warehouses to these stores and y'all done stole, stole milk crates. Y'all done stole milk crates just to set them up in the middle of the park and, and do these things. But man, listen, but the, the people, the milk the, crates the, don't even look like that though. Nah. These are like the old school crates. Yeah. From, like, like the old school crates. That, like if you didn't have a basketball rim, yep. you would use those instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like these those the crates. old school crates. This is not like the crates that they actually put milk in like yeah. this is this is because those are you know not as high and small those are flat, uh right wider and this is i don't know where the heck they're getting this stuff from <laughs> I, I don't i don't know mm -mm. see I know, <laughs> I know what it is though dante you said it just exactly because i seen old folks doing it so it had to yeah. be somebody. It had to be somebody saying, "I bet I'll give you fifty dollars if you can do it. I bet if, I bet you can't do it for fifty dollars." These people yeah. are going out there. They halfway dying. I seen this one person look like they were about sixty years old. Mm. Yeah. Didn't get up. They back hit <laughs> and they laid there. <laughs> Did he have the two fingers across the chest? <laughs> he wasn't like laid like <laughs> Lay it out. <laughs> one, 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 one old man fell forward, hit his head, and got up mad like they made him do it. Got of up course. mad and walked away like 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 he didn't hit his head. Like we saw you hit your head, and you mad because you did that. Get out of here. Yeah. Now nah, the the craziest one I saw. Now it was at a point you know they're in the city uh, city areas like New Yorks and stuff on the sidewalk. So if you fall, oh you fall on the asphalt. You, you ain't even on yeah. the grass. Yeah. This old dude, this old dude went up. He didn't even get up to the top yet, but he got one, maybe a step or two before the top, fell off, tried to land on his foot, broke his shit. Ooh. Like, <laughs> I mean, just broke. Now he just sitting there and ankle just off to the side. Ooh. Like it was gruesome. And he just there. And it's like you ain't got no you ain't got no health insurance. You ain't got no way to cover this. Y'all out here breaking y'all damn necks over this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just and it's us. And it's us. But <laughs> but you know how we do. But you know how we do. We're the trendsetters. We're the trailblazers. So if we do it long enough, you know, white folk gonna do it. So now I'm seeing white people doing it. I see white people breaking their neck. I see police officers trying it and breaking their shit. Like you, you got all that protective gear. Thank God you got that protective gear. Cause the way I seen some of these police officers <laughs> fall, I'm like, mm, thank God for that. Thank God for that. Because yeah, but man, it's, it's, it's just funny how things take off the way they take off on all over the stupidest shit over the stupidest shit. 
And I just tell you, listen, if y'all have it and y'all thinking about trying it, please, please don't do it. It's Abort mission. Abort mission. <laughs> delete. Just, just stop. Don't, don't do it, please. All control, delete. Don't do it. All control, delete. You know what? Just, just, just log completely off. You know, log matter off. of fact, just, just, just shut the whole thing down. Escape. Sh- <clears throat> shut the computer down. Alt F4. Just, just shut it down. <laughs> you, you know what? Just unplug the computer from the wall. You know, you know, matter of fact, just, just, just take the whole motherboard out. Just, just take it out. Like that's just, just don't do it. Please don't do it. Speak, <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of backlash, um, I, I want to touch on uh, Sh- uh, Shakari Richardson. She's mm. kind of back mm-hmm. in the thing. And it, it's, it's been a very interesting thing swirling around. Uh, did you, with did you see the race, though? I, I, I did. Mm. I did see the race. Why? She could have walked. She could have walked. Why did she try? I Now, he, here's the thing. So we're going to provide context for those who are listening. For, so, so for the listeners who don't know what we're talking about, Shakari Richardson, if you don't know, of course, that's the runner who we all were fully behind. She seemed to be slated to win the gold, you know, as far as the height that was around her, because she was just killing it in, you know, the prelims and the qualifiers and all these things. But she got sidelined and disqualified because uh, she smoked weed, right? Uh, we thought it was all wrong, still think it's wrong, uh, supported her, and she kind of became, you know, a, a celebrity off of that. So in the Prefontaine Classic, if I'm not mistaken, uh, we touched on it a few pods ago that she would be racing the three Jamaican women that literally swept the 100 meters. Like they came in uh, first, second, and third. The the one that got the gold and the one that got the silver, they broke records getting the gold and the silver. If the person that won the gold didn't win, the person that won the silver would have broken the record. She would have had the world record, right? So Elaine Thompson is the one that won the gold. And that chick can fly. Yeah, she, she won a 200 she too. Fly. She won a 100, 200, and, and, and a 400. Yeah. Like, she is Usain Bolt, female Usain mm-hmm. Bolt. Mm-hmm. But put respect on her name. Her name is Elaine Thompson. Mm. Uh, I think that's her last name. What's, what's her full name? I, I'll look it up. Because I, I, I want to give these ladies their just due. Um, but... Moving on to Shakari Richardson, we touched on a few pods ago that she would be returning to the track to race these women uh, in, in the Prefontaine Classic. So the race starts. Shakari Richardson, she doesn't come in first. She doesn't come in second, third, fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth seventh, sixth, eighth. seventh, or eighth. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in ninth mm-hmm. place, which in this case, she comes in last. She finishes last. She got smoked. Let's just call it for what yeah, it is. After talking she got this. smoked. No, no pun intended. No pun intended. But she got smoked. Um, and so afterwards, she gave this impassioned speech, basically saying, you know, it's okay. I know who I am. Um, it's just one race. You know, it ain't that big of a deal. Y'all can talk all y'all shit. I'm going to keep doing what I do. I'm the sixth fastest woman in the world. And, you know, la, 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 you know, kind of popping off and you know that kind of thing uh and there was a backlash that came to that because you know how we do we 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 can roast the shit out of somebody and we'll do it effortlessly it seems uh black twitter or black social media we we never fail when it comes to 
uh, roasting and, and bringing someone or putting them to task. Um, and there's a split when it comes to the backlash, when it comes to um, Sha'Carri Richardson and the way things were handled. Um, so people are saying that, you know, the the backlash was uncalled for. It was like, oh, you know, y'all can't wait to tear a black woman down. And, oh, y'all only love somebody when they're up. Oh, you, you know, you only like people when they win, when they lose and you toss them to the side. And I can agree and disagree with that because I feel like there's more context to that. So before I get into my whole little diatribe, what do you guys think about this whole Sha'Carri Richardson thing? She she came back. She raced up the three Jamaican uh, queens. Um, they came in first, second, and third again. Um, she came in last and the whole backlash surrounded. Peace, y'all, what you think? Well, I watched the race probably 10 times back to back to back. And about the second or third time I watched it, when she went about 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 30 meters in, her head did this. When her head did that, it was over with. And I was like, okay, yeah, because she was running like this at first. Then all of a sudden, you see her head raise up. Once her head rose, it was over. But they was, was already over. gaining ground. I'm not saying um, she ran the hardest, but you should have. I'm not saying that she couldn't have done better, but we was expecting you to. So, um, knowing you're in a situation like that, it's kind of like, um, kind of like what big, what, what little cuz did many of when you got people looking out for you and you got a chance to give up, you supposed to run harder. She should have went out there and shut everybody up. Look, y'all took it from me. Let me go take it back. Unless, unless there's a side gimmick, you know what I mean? Cause like right now she could have a, you know, alternative motor. She could be saying, look, I'm using this to bait y'all in. I'm going I'm to get out there. I'm going to do my thing. However, Elaine Thomas Hera yes. broke the record again. Yes. Yes, she did. Again. And this again. time, this time she left Frazier. She left her own homegirl by, mm -hmm. like, but when you can run through, screaming through, you had a little bit more energy to go. So, you know. Um, it is what it is. You know, I, I, like I said, I'm a little bit disappointed in her because she was representing USA. However, all of them was representing, you know, us as a culture. Um, you yeah. know, uh, if you're talking about speed, we got it. And we ain't talking about, look, 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 look you were talking about chocolate er earlier, KT. We talking about chocolate women. So, you uh -huh. know, um, sh shout out to my mom, who's a black woman, my wife, who's a black woman. Um, my, my, the children, mother of my children, you know what I mean? And I got, and I got black daughters that's going to be black women as well. And one daughter that wants to be a track star. So, so faith, maybe one day you'll get to run on that, on that scale one day. But, um, but yeah, hey. Sh Shakari Richardson, you know, uh, Hey, you know, I, I want to see you get out there. I want to see you come back from all of this, but, um, you let me down. You mm -hmm. hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings with that one right now. Yep. KT, what's up? Um, <clears throat> I think that, you know, she she talked a lot of trash. She did. Um mm -hmm. but that's I mean, that's that's what most competitive people do. They talk trash. Yep. You know, and a lot of times it's to encourage themselves, not just to bait somebody else, but it's to hype themselves mm -hmm. up to get themselves in the right head space to, you know, do what they need to do. Now, 
Right. Um, I still want to see her win, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm rooting for everybody black. In the words of Issa Rae. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm rooting for everybody black. And though she did not have the showing that everybody was expecting her to have, you know, um, I feel it. Oh, okay. Okay. I see you, Pisha. I'm gonna need one of I those. Need, me too. I'm going to need too. one of those. For those that's <laughs> listening, he has a wristband that says, I'm rooting for everybody black. Yeah. So, yeah. I need one of those. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, I, I'm not as quick to just throw people away. You know what I mean? I feel like we throw each other mm-hmm. away way too quickly. Um, because I, as long as you live and you got a chance to change or a chance to do better. Uh-huh. So, you know, I tend to err on the side of, you know, okay. You know, she she didn't do her best. I don't think she that was her best. I don't think that um I agree. I think she could have had a better showing. But maybe she let the pressure get to her or who knows what happened. But she still run faster than most of us. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we talk yes. about these are like the fastest people in the world that are running. Okay. So yes. my behind wouldn't get a quarter of the way down the track. I'm always one. I'm like, neither, neither am I. I'm like, okay, I may start off running. If somebody's chasing me, I might start off running and then I'm be like, okay, player, just take what you want. Cause I, I'm, I'm not running <laughs> no further. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm about to fall out anyway. So just take what you want, player. Just take what you want. So, you know, I, I just think, you know, she didn't have, she didn't do her best. And um, I'm sure to try to say, you know, it's it's a, a coping mechanism. It's a, a, a wall, or, you know, to protect herself, protect her feelings and stuff like that. So she yeah, puts up that bravado and says, you know, well, I'm going to do me and all that stuff, you know. And just trying yeah. to, you know, save face and all of that. But I just think that, you know, she could possibly use this to, you know, fuel herself and uh, have a better showing, yes. you know, next time. Hopefully, you know, she will get to actually race in the Olympics and uh, take gold uh-huh. like she wanted to, you know. I agree. And so... Just to kind of piggyback off everything that's said, um, but also kind of see my perspective as far as I feel like she needed this. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the, there is um, a thing. So let me go ahead and start with, you know how we, for those who have managerial experience, you know, they like when you're talking to someone as far as being critical, you, you start with something nice. Then you start with, something not necessarily negative, but just, you know, some, some truths, mm-hmm. um, starting with something, uh, I'll, I'll start with the truths actually, because, um, it's, it's just the order and how this needs to be said. I feel like she needed this. I feel like she needed to be humble mm-hmm. a bit because 
um, for a lot of the people when it came to the backlash of her coming in last, when you watch that race, you can tell it, not even halfway through the run, you can tell she gave up because at that point, it's like she knew that I'm not on their level or, you know, just it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I also felt like that maybe, you know, the pressure could have got to her a little bit, but more often than not, I feel like it humbled her because she realized she wasn't as good as maybe she thought she was. Mm-hmm. And here's what I'm, and here's what I mean by that. When we talked about Shakari uh, a few pods ago, I mentioned my wife's analysis on her. You know, my wife is a huge track and field person. She will sit and watch track and field events on TV all day. If you let her and the analysis that she said, and I mentioned it on the pod, my wife is like, she is fast. She's really fast. Her weakness is she's slow out the block. Mm-hmm. Her start is really slow and how she wins races is she starts slow but then once she hits top speed, she's able to make up for that and overtake whoever because she's just that fast. Now, my wife also said, now, if she comes across a runner that is maybe not as fast, but just as fast, maybe a tad slower, but is also good at the block, she's going to have trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when it came to, when it came to uh, Elaine Thompson-Hara, when it came to Shelly Ann Frazier, uh, Fraser Price actually and Sharika Jackson. They all of them, they were they get out that block and they are also fast. Mm-hmm. So when they got out, because they they got the lead pretty early, yeah. early uh, into it, mm-hmm. because they got out the block, and so that's what I saw. I was like, you know what, my wife is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. She's slow out the block, and she couldn't. And as fast as she was, she realized that she couldn't catch up because they got out the block fast and they're just as fast as far as top speed goes. She saw that and then she gave up. Mm-hmm. So I felt like she needed to be humble because now here, here was the thing that I will disagree with when it comes to the narrative of, Oh, y'all just can't wait to tear a black woman down and, and y'all just, you know, that, that type of mm-hmm. thing. Let's not forget that there were eight other black women on that track. Right. So there were black women all across the board as much as we are celebrating the Jamaicans and yeah, people are roasting Shakari Richardson. They mm-hmm. are. And I believe it's rightfully so because you talked a lot of shit. You talk big shit. Yeah. I don't see this being any different than Ronda Rousey. If y'all remember Ronda Rousey, when she was in, in the UFC, mm-hmm. more particularly fighting against a woman by the name of Holly Holm. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, talked and, behind and Holly Holmes. Yes. <laughs> So she came in, she she talked big shit, big shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Holly Holmes, she she thought she was so arrogant, she thought that now um Ronda Rousey was more known as a grappler. She would wrestle you to the ground, holds, and this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. the ground game. Holly Holmes is more of a striker. She she's a boxer, she has a boxing background, mm-hmm. boxing and kickboxing background. But she was Ronda Rousey was so arrogant, she thought that she would stand and throw hands with Ron, with uh, Holly Holmes. And it didn't work out the way she got whooped mm-hmm. and whooped bad. Finish her. And the backlash <laughs> and the backlash that happened, you know, now it, it was, now it, it was, it was bad. Y'all, y'all go rewatch that kick. Holly Holmes kick to Ronda, Ronda Rousey's face that laid her out flat. Mm-hmm. 
Had now the backlash surgery. was just the same. Yeah. Yep. The backlash was just the same as what people are doing with Shakari Richardson. Mm-hmm. I I don't. You know, it's just you talked a lot of big shit and you lost. Not so much that you lost; it's how you lost. You lost bad. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk <laughs> shit. Adrian Bronner, y'all remember Adrian Bronner? I forgot the fighter he fought, but he talked a lot of big shit. Mm-hmm. But when he went up against that boxer, that boxer had him doing the stanky leg in the <laughs> ring. Not the stanky he, leg. He had Adrian Bronner <laughs> doing the Dougie. And y'all remember uh, the game Mike Tyson's punch out where you would knock knock the boxer out and they'll go sliding. But then hit the mat. Y'all remember that? He had Adrian Bronner sliding across that ring. Fell out the ring. Oh, and the backlash came because it's not so much that you lost; it's how you lost. How you you talked all this big shit, and then you lost. Conor McGregor mm-hmm. talked a lot of big shit, lost. LeBron James talked a lot of big shit and lost. So, like when you set these cells up and you set yourself up in a prideful thing, and then you fail, then the backlash is just going to come where people are going to roast you. And I, I don't, I don't see that as oh, you're trying to tear a black woman down because again. There were eight other black women mm-hmm. on that track. Yep. And so this is not a specific, oh, look at that black woman. Mm-hmm. Because in the same way that we're celebrating, Jamaica, yeah, we're kind of disappointed because we wanted the 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 American woman to win. But we're still celebrating the three Jamaican women. Yep. We're still, you know, there were other American women that finished the race and they came in fourth, sixth, and seventh, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like, no, nah, I... I Let's let's not do the whole terror black woman down thing because we're celebrating the very black women who deserve to be praised. Yep. And I think in this instance that Shikari Richardson still that she just needed to be humbled. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's able she was able to see I may not be at the top of my game as maybe I thought I was. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we're not against you, Shikari. We want to see you win. We want to see you succeed. We want to see you get the opportunity that we still feel that was robbed from you. We want to see you on that Olympic stage. We want to see you on that podium. Hell, we want to see you in a rematch against those three women. And we want to see you come out on top because mm-hmm. I think that will be a dope ass story, mm-hmm. especially for you. Right. Because I, I won't say you hit rock bottom, but this, this was a, this, this was big. Now, personally, I wasn't expecting her to win. I was expecting her to maybe third, fourth, or whatever, uh, just because of the fact that I I was able to see that now, she's not that good out the block. Mm-hmm. So if she, you know, really catch a stride, she may come in may come in third, which I thought would be a really good showing if she came in third, maybe fourth, but not ninth, not ninth. Not you giving up the way you gave up. And then, like, even with the bravado message that she was giving, I can tell. Like, I I, I can tell that she was... She was hurt. Holding back some emotion. Mm-hmm. She was hurt. Yeah, she was hurt. She was hurt. Yeah, she wasn't expecting uh, that. And... She wasn't expecting right. that at all. Right. Exactly. So that's why I felt like she needed this, because now she knows. It's that lesson that any person in any type of competitive sport learns. And it's a hard lesson to learn that no matter how good you think you are, there's always somebody, there's better. always someone better. Mm-hmm. 
There's someone, there's always someone as hard as you think you're working. There's someone working even harder as skilled as you think you are. There's someone even more skilled as bad as you think you may want it. There's someone who wants it just a little bit more. And that's, that's the idea. That's the thought that you have to implant in your mind to where I may have been doing this all day, but I'm going to do this all day and I'm going to give a couple more hours at it. Now I may, I may have done this until I literally can't move anymore, but I'm going to do it anyway because there's someone always better. There's someone always running. Now you've been able to see. You 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 see the someone better in, in your field. You 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 stood beside them and you see there's someone better. So I feel like this is a great opportunity to reevaluate some things, get get that new mindset, get back on the grind. Mm-hmm. And we want to see you hoisting that gold medal. Like we want to see you win. We still want to see you win. But you got your ass smoked. you got smoked Mm -hmm. and that's just it we want to see you bounce back but yeah you you got your ass kicked on this one and it's okay Mm -hmm. and it's okay we're going to get our jokes off we're going to get our laughs in and stuff but we also still like like, that's that's what we do we roast you because we we love you you know as far as (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so that's that's just it like if we didn't care we like we wouldn't say anything about you Mm -hmm. if we didn't care right so now, of course, not to say that, you know, you, you do have your mean spirited people and you do have people with ulterior motives. We get that. But as you know, as a whole, as a collective, we want to see you win. We still want to see you mm-hmm. win, but we still want to get these jokes off. Yep. That's all. <laughs> so like, We're still going to get these jokes off. But that's, that's, that's all it is. So, <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I, I got <laughs> uh, there was an interesting conversation I was having at work. Um. Again, with my coworker, that, uh, and like, interesting conversations that I, work. I know, so it's 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 a funny dynamic because, like I said, she she's a younger girl. Well, compared to me, right? She's um, and so she has these questions as far as her friends and and her. Uh, let's just be honest, uh, and the things that she does. Now, let me tell you how we we got into this this argument. Uh, and this is not what I'm about to ask, but just a tangent. This is what y'all 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 little girls be doing out here, and, and why these men is uh, catching on to uh, to y'all bullshit. So I'm gonna tell a quick story to preference this other story before I get to my other story. <laughs> so um, <All> right. <laughs> there is there is a particular trend, especially with these younger girls when they go out on multiple dates, maybe three or four dates, sometimes multiple dates a day. Multiple dates a week, which I, mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. You, you a single woman, you do what you want to do. You want to date around, date around, but they date around for free meals. Not so much of, you know, playing the dating game or weighing your option to this, that, and the third. You just want a free meal. So yeah, this person can take you out and then you purposefully try to go to the most expensive restaurant that you can go to, get you the most expensive thing on the plate, get you a free meal and then lead them on as if it's going to lead to anything. And then you ghost them, right? So that's the game. So there's this particular instance of this woman um, that uh, got a little cocky with hers. So one thing that you should do, I'm going to give you all a little bit of game, guys. When you see a lady or you see a girl posting a plate of food, like clearly showing that she's at a restaurant, she's there with a nigga. Like whatever you see her taking a picture of her plate, she's not buying that plate. Someone's buying that, that plate of food for not her. Not necessarily. Right. So anyway, but, but, but more often than not, I would say 
I would say 97.287372 point percent of the time. Um, <laughs> okay. they, they are, there's a nigga buying that plate for her. And she's like, oh, look what I got. This plate so pretty. And it's $65 and they ain't paying for it. Um, <laughs> so this one particular girl, she got a little cocky with it. So she puts up on her uh, Instagram story. Um, the caption read, third sucker this week. This shit is too easy. Uh, oh, wow. And then the hashtag, and the hashtag is hashtag free meals. Hashtag he still ain't getting this kitty, though. Hashtag and some other arrogant things. So she put it on her close friends uh, thing, right? So only a select group of people can see this Instagram story. Ironically enough, there was a particular gentleman that's a part of her close friends that saw this that also knew that the guy that she was out with is a friend of his. So he hits up his friend like, bro, tell me you ain't out with this chick, blah, 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 from blah, blah, blah. He replies like, yeah, I'm out with her now. Well, why? What's up? So he sends her a screenshot of what she put on her Insta story. <laughs> um, and so he, so he gets pissed off. So, uh, and so what he does, he does the, I'm going to step to the bathroom real quick. Mm. <laughs> so he steps off to the bathroom and then he leaves the restaurant, leaving her with the bill. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so he posts up this video of this whole back and forth where she's like, Oh, where you are, you know, you, you have to come back and, and la 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 la. Oh, people are staring, come back. And he's like, I'm not paying for anything. Right. Like, nah, you tried to play me. Oh, I'm the third sucker this week. So that was just one instance of the guy getting justice, but guys be careful. Cause this, that's the type of game that, that uh, these chicks are playing out here. So the preference, all that, um, talking with the coworker and she's like, well, she doesn't think that on the first date or the first couple of dates that, uh, the guy shouldn't spend any less than, than, uh, 50 to $60 on the date when they go out to eat. What? And I was like, well, why? Why? It's like, because I, I just think that should be a minimum of how much money you spend. And I was like, well, you don't even know what about ass. the idea. Exactly. Why he so like, well, what spending about the that idea kind of money on you? And he don't even know you. <clears throat> yeah. Would you spend so that kind of money on anybody debate? that you didn't know? Uh, no. No. Now, uh, under now uh, understand these. Like I said, there's just a particular set of women these days, um, and I really can't even say young. It's just a particular group of of women. We just say modern women, as we say, that feels as if now, as much as they push the idea of men are useless and men aren't that useful to them but the only thing of value they can add is literal financial value. So they're like, so she's like, well, I don't feel like he should spend anything. I was like, well, what about if he takes you to uh, a decent restaurant? And she's like, yeah, like cheesecake factory or Ruth Chris. I'm like, why would he have to take you to Ruth Chris on the first date? Yeah, like, well, no. why wouldn't he? I'm like, well, first of all, I ain't taking your ass to no Ruth Chris on the first date. Um, Honey, can like, you take yourself you may to get Ruth Applebee's. Chris? Oh, I'm not going to Applebee's. That's too cheap. I, I wish you would. Yeah. So she was like, I wish you would take me to Applebee's. I'm like, well, I, I wish you would take. That's what I said. I wish you would take yourself to Ruth Chris. Um, then take yourself if you want to go. If that's your standard, take yourself. Take yourself out on a date. 
Uh, and so we just had this whole back and forth. And so my question that I pose is, should there be a financial limit of how much a guy should spend on the first date? Or, or we would say the first series, to say the first three dates. Is there a minimum of what a guy should spend when it comes to uh, a date? Uh, well, I guess I'll go. Well, um, uh-huh. I guess... I guess it depends on your intentions. Um, I think intentions are very important uh-huh. nowadays because some people have been together, dating, getting to know each other, doing all this crazy pandemic stuff. So when they finally got a chance to go out, they was like, yo, let's go out. You know what I mean? Let's really make this thing happen. You know what right. I'm saying? Because cause my thing, I think um, my mine and my wife's first date te- technically was was Cracker Barrel. You know what I mean? It, uh-huh. it was for my birthday. I like I like Cracker Barrel. Yeah. You know, it went for my birthday. I was gonna pay. Guess what she said? No, I got it. Oh, oh, oh. No, I got it. She said, You better let me pay for this. You know what I mean? But that's what real women do. And we weren't even together at the time. So it was like, wow. All right. Well dang, that's what's up. But all you know, I I feel like, you know, you're gonna pay for what you're expecting. So a lot of men may act crazy. They may stunt and say, all right, I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to pay for that. But guess what they thinking at the end of the day? You're going to get exactly. I paid for it. I paid for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I deserve yep. it. Like, you ain't got to yep. just tell me thank you. You know what Plus I mean? I deserve, I deserve it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, de- <laughs> just, I, I deserve to hit you with a cuff. I deserve to hit you with a... Uh-huh. Yep. Just a just a little bit okay, of okay. Yeah, why are yep. we? <laughs> why are you crying? Bust it open. <laughs> I can't. I absolutely Man. cannot with you right now. No, 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 P. No, P. No, no, no. I, I I know exactly what this is. I know exactly what this is, and I, and I know you're gonna know. <laughs> so you gotta hit them, hit them with the flag, hit them with the flag, hit them with the, hit them with the flag. They gonna be bad. Hey, bring them for some more. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Phil Wade, wherever you are, man. Phil Wade, man. Uh, I, I might, I might get him to come to the, uh, come to the wet reception, man. I like that guy. Hey, yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> hit, hit him up. Oh man, I used to love <laughs> Phil Wade in this content. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like th- that's. But that's the game, just to be honest. And, and that's just basically all it is these days. It's just the game where it's like mm-hmm. men want sex and women want money. So it's basically who can leverage their their primary asset, if you will, who can leverage it and manipulate it the best to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So I, I can't even. And I, 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 it's, that's, just, that's just how I see it. What, okay, what's up, KT? Man, this is why. This makes me think of that that thread that came through with uh, Dale Curry, <laughs> with Dale Curry and yeah. his wife split up after how many years uh, of marriage? Over thirty years. Thirty three years. Thirty three years. And the dude responded talking about, "Uh uh-uh. uh, now nah, you you ain't gonna like it out here. You think you want to be out here, but out here ain't." <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Out here ain't like it was when you was out here before. Out here is different. Uh-huh. And I I honestly 
I don't even I don't even know. At, at this yeah. point, the Lord gonna have to roll down a sheet from heaven like he did for Peter. And that sheet better have <laughs> a nigga's name on it and his face and everything and it said this him. Because uh-huh. at this point I'm looking at a lot of people like Mm-mm. No, I it's just not worth it, Miss Seely. It's not. It's not. Nah, Miss Seely. It's not. <laughs> it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. So Mm-mm. I don't know. I somebody would have to show me, have to really show me something special. At yeah. this point. I, I agree. Well, they say two of the most intimate things you can do between partners is eat with them and and have sex. So being able to to think about that when you're going out to eat with people, I mean, if it's an intimate setting, if it, if you like I said, your intentions, um we can go we can go get a four for four and I don't even like fast food. You know what I mean? So it, but we can go get a four for four. We can go pick something up. But if we if I'm really, really, really trying to spend my time and money on you, then the intentions have to be set on day one. And like and like and like Dante said, it's the younger generation that's thinking, women, I I, I get to get free meals. And the men thinking they you know, because a lot of women nowadays are I'm uh, about- a lot of a lot of women nowadays are are, are the pimps. So they, I, I'm just being real about it. They, they are the ones who are now carrying on that mentality of, well, dang, I could play him, I could play him, I could play him, I could play him. I can get this from him, I can get this from him, I can get this from him. If, if it was me back in the day, and you let me know your intentions, well, go out with our own boy, bring me something back. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Cause that's how we would look. look just come back to the house, but go out with him, bring me something back. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a little. It's just a little. That hand, man, just put that hand away, dog, hey. on it. I'm tired of you. <laughs> <laughs> tired of you. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that, that was that, that was just different. Okay, so I'm 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 going to shift it just a little bit because th- this also uh, became the the crust of what what we were uh, arguing about today. Does a does education play a part in your level of prospects as far mm. as, you know, if you have a degree, bachelor and associates, bachelors, masters, doctorate, you know, does that degree means that that's now uh, in, in a, a level of person that you now have to date? Does that make you better than anyone that's quote unquote below you? Um, and should that change your dating your, your dating prospects from mm. from a male or from a woman's perspective? Well, KT, <laughs> you want to go? Or you want me to go? Because I got a good look. I know a lot of dumb doctors. I know a lot of dumb people who graduated. I know a lot of people who got uh, masters who ain't got no common sense. Degree don't mean a doggone thing. I, it, that that degree don't mean anything, and. And college isn't for everybody, you know what I mean. So I know I know a lot of very well put together people who have never never been to college, but they got their own business. Mm-hmm. They're thriving and striving in life. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, shout to Dante. You know what I mean? Yeah. The God made way. Sometimes for, I wish I never for you went to, to college. Understand to how to have speech for you to understand. Put the hands away, please. 
Y'all niggas mm-hmm. get on my nerves yeah, tonight yeah, with yeah. the <laughs> See, y'all getting on my nerves tonight. See, now, for what are y'all because, doing because right when now? You looking at somebody. When you looking at somebody, you can't. <laughs> when you looking at somebody, you can't see their intellect. You can't see their intellect until you talk mm-hmm. to them. Facts. And mm-hmm. you can get to that point where you talk well enough to where somebody think you got your master's degree. Where you walk like money, you talk like money. And the way you move is like money. They're like, wait a minute, now. You mean you tell me that you dropped out of high school or you dropped out of college and you got this going on, you got this going on? You got I never would have known that. One, because it ain't none of your business. But, yeah. Um, I don't think education played a factor yep. because cause it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of people who have thrived. And we're talking to one right now um, without it. Facts. Yeah. But think- it's, it's just a... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I I was just going to say, I mean, I do want to be able to have a conversation with substance. Um, Uh I would rather have somebody who has a vocabulary because I have talked with people just, just whether it be a coworker or, you know, an acquaintance or whatever. And I break out a word and they're like, what that mean? I'm sorry that, and it's not even like a a really obscure word or anything like that. It's like, okay, what, you don't know what that word means? What does, what does situation mean? (laughs) And it's, you know, um, I can see if it's not a word that most people use in everyday language, you know, in everyday conversations. Uh-huh. I can understand that because not everybody knows what, you know, knows the whole dictionary. No, but right. I do need some kind of intellect to be because my my attention span is not. It's short. So are you saying that the intellect can or cannot be acquired without a particular amount of education? Mm. Because I, I, I do, I would like to make the distinction that, you know, there is a difference, a stark difference between intelligence and education. Right. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I would like intelligence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to necessarily have a certain level of education to be intelligent to be able to communicate because maybe you you studied on your own or you learned on your own you didn't go to school to college but you're learned Mm -hmm. yep you know you you learned you you learned on your own you made sure you and and bigger say what (laughs) <laughs> ambiguous <He's> a, ambiguous <laughs> me, why me, are you throwing me, that yeah, random yeah. word oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 hey. That, that's one that's one of the ones you say hold on wait a minute what that mean what that mean but i had to ask somebody because somebody said it to me one day i was like i heard it before but how you use it in a sentence <laughs> but it oh, does God. it Listen. does mean it does mean open to more um, of interpretations of things, um, like double-minded. You, you're not so one-sided. 
and that's exactly what um what kt is um, referring to as far as you being able to be intellectual tear on a conversation and yeah yeah and like i all i'm gonna say is uh, because i i don't know what that word means i'm gonna take it as disrespect there's oh no, my god he used a school word he used a school word like sat words now come on now i'm sorry kt go ahead no you good because uh <laughs> you know i'm sitting here looking up the word to make sure i know what it means um, <laughs> i know how to i know how to use it in a sentence but sometimes you know, you know how to use it in a sentence, but as far as trying to explain yeah. it to somebody else, it's like, how? Mm-hmm. Mm. Listen, <laughs> he, here is one way where where you will become a refined wordsmith: have children. Because what? I'll be talking. So, so here's here's the thing: I talk to my children like I'm talking to adults. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I don't do the you know the kid talking. Oh my little goody woody. No, I don't. I don't talk like that. Uh, I talk to them like I talk to y'all, uh, and with. Whatever word that I use, that's the word I use with them. So, uh, Micah is at the age where she's, what does that mean? What does that Mm -hmm. mean? Or when I'm trying to explain a concept to her, like, you know, you have to be patient. Well, what does patience mean? And I'd be like, well, I know what it is, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but how do I explain what patience Mm -hmm. mean? And so, you know, so like now one time I I got into my, my preacher bag to where wifey overheard me explain patience to my daughter and she was like hey she almost broke out i was like yeah i still got it so i still got it still got it we got Let a little noise between the legs right to take care of that <laughs> all right uh- <laughs> that went left real quick <laughs> i said a little bit of jesus i didn't say all of jesus <laughs> so- hey <laughs> What they say about marriage? <laughs> what was that? What's that scripture? And the something marriage is something in the bed undefiled. What, what was M- it? Marriage is honorable, honorable and the bed and is the undefiled. Yeah. There you go. Mm. My bed mm. is defiled. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. My bed is okay. defiled okay. because I am not married. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's better to marry than to burn. My behind is going to burn. I'm just trying to tell you because. I'm gonna need. I'm like, Lord, you better go on ahead oh. and and whip something up real quick. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know that 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 lioness is on the prowl. Look, the lioness. But she done. She yeah, done broke I'm, out the I'm cage. Sitting. I'm trying to tell you, she is oh, out. Oh, oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. All right, we gonna pray for me though. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. We, we gonna pray. Mm-hmm. We gonna pray. Or she gonna pray. See that? You see? You see what I did? There? Hey, that's a bar. All right. Um. So I'm I'm trying to explain the word patience to to my daughter. I'm like, so all right, you you know how we talk to you about whining, you know whining for things. It's not good to whine for things, right? So you know how to wait for things. She's like, yes. Like so, patience is waiting without whining. Wait, come, you're okay. You're not whining about wanting to get something or having to wait to get something. So I was like, so let's just think of patience as waiting without whining okay she got that and she's like oh okay and that was the last time i even had to talk to her about patience so when you know i tell her all right we have to be patient about something okay you know whether she like it or not you know she may brood a little bit but you know she's not whiny or impatient or things like that 
you know, so wife was like, oh, well, that was good. That was good. Like, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? But all that to be said, yeah, if, if you want to brush up on your words and what they mean, <laughs> yeah, ha- have a kid. Yeah, I was doing that with have my niece. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say a word. What does that mean? Be like, look it up, mm-hmm. girl. Look it up. She'd be, yep. And she don't want to look up nothing. So I end up just explaining it to her. This It means this. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. And and just explaining it to like the basest form of things mm-hmm. like that that is hard. It is. <laughs> like that is that is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, to where it's practical, to where a child or you know a uh, a younger person can understand it. Like that is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I've I've definitely had to brush up on some things myself. When she asked me what does that mean, and I'm like, I know what situation means, but I don't. How do I explain what situation means? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but yeah, I, I got to stay on my P's and Q's because she's at that age to where she's just like a sponge mm-hmm. with things. And so, and I want to be able to, to, you know, quell that thirst, you know, for knowledge at, you know, anytime she asks, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm so, thinking yeah. about when you hear, when I hear a situation, I'm thinking even bigger words, predicament, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh what do i say See? what do i say i don't know yeah but what is a predicament you know mm-hmm. just, it's like I what don't... is a word man i don't know that's a hard word to i don't know put it. yeah that's a hard word it to is explain. it is so so I, i'll just piggyback off of what y'all said as far as the the topic like um i i feel like there's 50 50 like i i I do not mind whatever level of education you're on, but I do not feel, uh, I think a lot of people feel like their level of education puts them in a different social status. And I feel like that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's also, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, deceptive to think that, Oh, I have a master's degree so I can only deal with people with master's degrees. That's stupid mm-hmm. because the education that you have is is the craft is is your craft. You have a master's degree in in medical studies, you know, to be a pharmacist. This person has, you know, a master's degree in being, you know, a carpenter or you know, a, an engineer or something. That doesn't mean y'all going to be the same. Right. It's not. It, that doesn't mean y'all on the same level. That's just. In your level, in in your your trade or your craft, mm-hmm. you reached master degree level right. of of your craft. In order to, for the the engineer here, you reached the master degree level of your craft of engineering. That does that. And as as Philip said before, I've come across personally a lot of well educated people who are dumb as fuck, like idiots, straight up idiots. No common sense, no just common knowledge of just the world. Don't know how to interact with people, social cues, socially awkward, and, you know, just, but you have a master's degree. So that just means you study in this particular field for however long you needed to, to where you reach the level of master or PhD or whatever the case may be that you earn that degree. And I feel like believing that, um, that determines your social status. I think that is deceptive and honestly stupid Um, because there's what about the mechanic that works on your cars or what about the plumber or whatever? They they don't have a master's degree, but 
they they may read books they they're well cultured mm -hmm. they'll were mannered extensive knowledge of you know just a lot of things and are way more valuable to society than you mm. you know um but yeah you know I, I, that's just kind of piggybacking on what you guys said already so that's i'll just leave it at that you know leave it at that I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 I really hate you. <laughs> I hate the both of you, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, so that's that's pretty much all all that I have. I'm still preparing for this battle that I have, um, September twelfth. New York. Uh, then no. Then yep. In New York, uh, I am going to go. Um, Still haven't decided as far as vaccinations, but still doing the best I can to be safe. So I'm not going to fly. I'm going to drive. Mm. And um, most likely, I still don't know as far as resident. I don't know if I'm going to do the Airbnb thing or not. Um, just, just still trying to figure that out. But I am going to go probably have a body or two with me that I'm going to basically have a, a COVID testing center in my car um, where I'm actually going to have them uh, get tested before we even go. So like, I want y'all to just, just get tested. Make sure you're good because there was an instance of uh wifey's girlfriend, one of her girlfriends, they recently took a road trip and she had her son and uh, a family member of hers who was already sick and not feeling well, tested positive for COVID where she drove all the way up to some, I think Maryland somewhere um, with, wifey's girlfriend and her son in the car and all the way back. And so just do, do, you know, our whole life out of loop for a couple of weeks because she was sick, not feeling well and didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, I just felt like that was very, very, very disrespectful and irresponsible and inconsiderate. Um, so that's what I'm going to now before y'all can roll with me, go get tested or, you know, I'd be riding solo. You know, I've driven to New York before. It's only about an eight hour drive from where I am. Not a problem, but mm, you know, and then on uh, uh, November 20th, November 20th, we are back in North Carolina and um, it's lit. It's lit. So, uh, and then after that, it's not even after that, after this battle here in, in uh, September, I am going to officially get back into music. Um, I want to have some sort of project out by the end of the year. So just, just working, just working. I've I've gotten motivated to, to pick up some track. other dreams. I'm... Yes, definitely, please. Thank you. I'm glad you offered your services because that's exactly where I was going to go. Thank you. No, he wasn't, y'all. Hey. No, he wasn't. Actually, I was. <laughs> Actually, I was. I was. Now, now y'all know her background. She went down a whole background. She she is is close friends with the mayor of Asigana. Oh Africa my gosh! Somewhere. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it! Don't be. Is that not the that truth? That is not true. She 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 knows the mayor of of As Asigana. Oh my um, gosh! Her her Ashanti name is Atumwe. No, and, no, yeah. no, no. It's, it's, it's not Atumwe. No, what is it's it? Amatumwa. 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 You see, Tumwa. she got a whole Asa it's Ashanti a name. Tumwa. This is. This is like um, 
dude, dude in, in, in the beginning of Black Panther. Everything's all cool and stuff. And then they talking cold. And then, you know what? I will ask you to pull down your bottom lip, but I ain't going to expose you like that. You know what? It's okay. It's a, but but once these cameras go off, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need to see those markers. I'm going to need to see all of that. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a tumwa. Mm-hmm. I love you. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, well, We're it, signing man. off Anything for the night because somebody needs a nap. <laughs> somebody needs a nap uh, and probably something to eat too. Oh man. See, actually I was I was uh um proactive. I, I ate something before the pot, so Oh well, then go this, take a nap. I know, I know, I know what he needs. He may not need it, but I know what he wants. Oh I know what he wants. Uh-huh. Let's not even. What's that? Let's what's not. That? What's that? What's that? Yeah, I hate you know. So, so on behalf of Dante on the Talk My Credo podcast, we are out of here. <laughs> we because wifey's home, <laughs> and I, 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 I hear that booty twitching. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. So we out of here. So it's your boy. Let me stop Dante acting Credo. like I'm a prude. No. Not at all. Exactly. That's the funny thing about it. But it's okay. It's, uh, but it's okay. For for the sake of the jokes, we, we get it. We get it. But uh but that's it, man. We appreciate y'all rocking out with us. So it's, uh this is episode episode forty eight. So we almost to fifty. So, so y'all need to figure out what we're gonna do that uh that I won't have to put us in danger of getting us canceled. So uh episode 48, thank y'all for hanging out with us. Uh hit us up on all social medias. Um uh, on behalf of my fam, peace Shaw, KT, talk my credo podcast, stay fly, stay blessed, and until next time. <laughs>